Welcome back to another episode of All Over the Place. I am not Pat McGann. I am your co-host, Jim Flanagan, but I figured I'd, uh, I'd bring him in today. Uh, it's new start to the year. We're on season number two. We're doing an early morning coffee episode. Uh, let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. The man whose name is on the sign. Let's welcome the one and only Pat Good, McGann. Open it up. Woo. Switch it up on you on this Monday morning. Season two, episode two. Let's go. You got it. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have some fun today. We got a couple things lined up. We're gonna do some inauguration trivia. Pat, I think that's uh, that's right up your alley. I know uh, inaugurations are a big day to you as a big history buff. Yeah, especially this year, right? Absolutely. Do you normally watch the inauguration? Um, no, I don't. I mean, I see the highlights. Mm-hmm. You know. I watched, I think 2016 was the first, or 2017, rather, was the first one I actually watched just because of the surreal nature of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are these two going to look at each other? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is the first time since Andrew Johnson ditched out that the uh, sitting president won't be there. All right. Well, there goes inauguration trivia. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't have that one, actually. So (laughs) shows you how bad this inauguration trivia is. Uh, that's crazy. Be, uh, this one, everyone's going to watch, I think, just to make sure it happens. <laughs> I think so. Everyone's watching for different reasons this time. Making sure I've that... Never been, I've never been to one. I've never thought about attending one or never really watched one very intently. I mean, they're always usually during the week, aren't they? Or... Yeah, uh, middle of the day normally. Kind of. Uh, it's just weird to watch like the limo ride with the two of them together. Like sitting there talking, it's like a prom date, you know, like you, you go to your buddy's house, you take some more pictures with him and his date, and then you guys get back in the car and drive the next stop. (laughs) Have you ever been to that area? Have you ever been, what they call it? The inauguration mall. Is that it? Am I making that up? They do it in the the national mall in front of the Capitol. National mall. Where they just were. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Is there a Spencer's gifts at that mall? What do you think is in the (laughs) national mall? (laughs) I mean, there's got to be like a Claire's Boutique for sure. Is that right? Yeah, they have a great food court. <laughs> they really do. A great American steak and potato. I've never eaten there, but I've had the bourbon chicken samples <laughs> that they hand out when you walk through. Absolutely. Stop through on your way to Sabaros. Get yourself a nice little, little appetizer. Dude, I used to love walking through and getting those samples. Oh, man. And every time just acting like, oh, do you mind if I try it? Because <laughs> I tried it just a second ago. I had five <laughs> toothpicks in my pocket. <laughs> It's like constructing your own voodoo doll. Just do a walk around. And it's always bourbon chicken. Am I right? Have you ever gotten a sample of anything that wasn't bourbon chicken? It was always the bourbon. It's like, how's the bourbon chicken today is what we're actually looking at. Dude, when I worked in uh, Morton Grove, we used to go to Old Orchard Mall. Like, Very familiar. Just about every day. And until they opened this, um, we ended up loving this Rick Bayless torta place. But until they opened that, we were in the food court. We often went to the Big Easy for the bourbon chicken. <laughs> what uh, Rick Bayless place did they uh, did they open there? It was the uh, the Torta place. The Frontera Tortas? Yeah. I've only had that at O'Hare. Is that weird that I didn't realize until right now it's a real restaurant? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, got that, they have it at O'Hare. Those are great. I can never wait at O'Hare. It's always too long of a wait. Yeah. I think uh, Caroline Twyman once tweeted a great joke where she said, I don't know why they didn't call that the tortoise and O'Hare. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's a great joke. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, they have um, a place downtown too. I don't know if it's still open. Joko, XOCO. It's like a, you just order at the counter right by Frontera Grill. 
Yeah. Not too far from Topolabambo. Topolabambo. That's a great name. That's a tough one to, like, your host, like, if you want to be a host or a hostess there, that's got to be part of the interview process, huh? It's like, how are you going to say this when people call? Can you believe Skip is his brother? I was just about to go down that rabbit hole. When, <laughs> the day I learned that Skip Bayless, so Rick Bayless, for anyone who doesn't know, is a very famous chef all over television, has a bunch of restaurants here in Chicago. And his brother is Skip Bayless, of formerly of ESPN fame. Now he's a uh, Fox analyst, I believe. Yeah. And uh, just uh, just says anything to get just a rise a out of people. Off. Unbelievable. Just a total contrarian. <laughs> Michael Jordan's overrated. Come like, on. Stuff like that. Yeah. Just to get a rise out of people. Just for ratings. He would say bourbon chicken's not good. <laughs> These tortas are awful. <laughs> Meanwhile, his brother's out there making mass making food for the masses, doing the Lord's work, and Skip's here trying to burn it all down. Yeah, but there's some uh there's some uh success in the Bayless family. For sure. Can you think of like a more opposite set of uh siblings? Um I think like the only one that comes to mind for me is tom and jeffrey skilling oh yeah right (laughs) like tom skilling is like the most trusted weatherman in chicago probably one of the most trusted in the u.s and his brother i believe was at the helm of the enron scandal is that correct yeah he was uh he was cooking the books he sure was he was rick bayless in them books he was forecasting profits (laughs) and not telling the truth he and his brother were both making it rain i think they were (laughs) they were estranged i think I could see why. Did you bring up the great steak potato company earlier? Those <laughs> are the best solid, fries ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cup? <laughs> Just this giant grease-filled cup. Kind of a sip of your fries. <laughs> if, you, if you got them fresh enough, you could probably drink the grease at the bottom of those fries. Dude, the best thing about the food court was creating your own meal. Like, I'm going to get a slice of pizza from Sabaro, <laughs> a cup of fries, and then I got, like, another dollar. I might just get a soft taco from Taco Bell. <laughs> Let's talk about like it the, over some bourbon chicken. The Taco Bell and KFC combo. That always blew my mind when they started having the two brands in one counter. Right? Absolutely. Out by me, they've gone so far. They have a uh, KFC Taco Bell Long John Silver. You ever? That's a, That's a fun one to try and put all three together. Oh, really? You're like, I will take a cheesy gordita crunch, some chicken tenders. What are those? Some uh, some hush puppies. <laughs> Why does my Nacho Supreme smell like trout? <laughs> well, we're also a fish house. Can I get a um, gordita crunch or the, the wrap? What's uh-huh. the big the stop sign? <laughs> stop sign. It really is a tortilla stop sign. With a the tortilla. Octagon or... <laughs> <laughs> the UFC of Taco Bell. You throw some fish sticks in there with the ground beef i don't think i've ever eaten at a long john silvers no i've never eaten at one that i that i know of i don't think my parents hated me that much as a child but i've i've grabbed some hush puppies while i was at a kfc really (laughs) who doesn't am i the only person in america who likes hush puppies i couldn't name one thing on a long john silvers menu i I thought they were gone do you know what a hush puppy is I do know what a hush puppy is yeah that's the only reason it should be because no one's going to go to long john silvers to order the fish what would you say a hush puppy is? Like a, a dinner donut? Oh, that's a great way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not a little... like sweet. It's like. It's like cornbread, right? It's like fried like cornmeal maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dinner donut. That's a solid way to put that. Is it good? It's fine. From you LJS? I, where else are you going to get them? I, don't, I wouldn't know where else to get a hush puppy besides an LJS KFC TB <laughs> combo. Long John Silvers. I can remember like my grandma wanting to go there. My great grandma. 
She used to get like filet of fish. I've never eaten a filet of fish. Have you? <laughs> Are those Irish? I've had a filet of fish or two. Yeah. During Lent? I worked at McDonald's from 14 to 18. You got to remember that. So, oh, that's right. Like, you, you know, you get tired of the McJordan or the, or the McWennington after a while, <laughs> you know, and you're like, you know, no Arch Deluxe today. I'm going to go ahead and have a, a, a filet of fish. The big and tasty. The big and tasty. That was my nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> what about the, uh, the fact that people would go to McDonald's like during a Lent? And you walk in there and you're like, dude, I'm going quarter, like Big Mac. And then you're like, oh, shit, it's Lent. Like, you just get a filet of fish. I wouldn't do that. I would just not eat McDonald's that day or just eat the burgers and forget about it. <laughs> it Find a way to justify that. But not a Oh, I can't eat meat? Have you read the papers about what's going on <laughs> in the Catholic Church? I'm good on the rules. I can't eat meat? Great. Let's go to Taco Bell. Yeah. That doesn't count. I'm not a big, um, I like seafood, Yeah, but it has to be like, I'm not like in the quick seafood. Yeah. It's gotta be well-prepared and everything. I, I wouldn't want long John Silver's for any other. That's why they should only have them. They should just make the hush puppies an option at the other two and, and put long John out of his misery. Right. They should just get rid of the rest of that menu dude at McDonald's. So like, you know, we'd make burgers all the time. We'd make chicken all the time. You made fish upon request, right? Like when someone wanted a filet of fish, you dropped one. It was going to take five minutes. Except for Lent. During Lent, we had a dude on the deep fryer all day. Just like the fry guy was like half fries, half fish fillets. Really? Just just all day popping those those into the fry grease. Just like, we need more fish. We can't get enough. Oh, dude, a couple years, we did a double fish fillet. We had a fish fillet deluxe at one point where it had like, because the fish fillet also gets a half a piece of cheese, which is the biggest bullshit in the McDonald's realm. Oh, yeah. I can say this is a former employee. Everything gets a slice of American. <laughs> uh-huh. Except for the fish filet, you have to cut it in half and then seven hours. You have to hope you're the first order. Because if you're the even number order, if you're two, you know, and it's not Lent, that half a piece of cheese might have been sitting there since November. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> nothing oh, else uses a half there. a piece of cheese. Did it smell? Like, could you walk in and be like, oh, boy, 40 days of this? <laughs> it's Lent. Only on Fridays, thankfully. The rest of the time, people didn't... We'd make some, but you wouldn't make anywhere near as many as uh, those Fridays. Yeah, yeah, you walked in there, and it was just fried, maybe fish. I love when people would ask, like, what kind of fish is it? Like, dude, I make six twenty-five an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fish is it? Are you kidding me? Uh, the square kind that's breaded? Pay your two twenty nine and get out of here. Like, what do you expect? The you think we have that a... costs two dollars? <laughs> you think we have a catch of the day for Lent? Yeah. Welcome to McDonald's, and today's Alaskan caught halibut was flown in fresh this morning. Sure, that'll be one seventy three, please. That's got to be a great uh, job to just set you up for the rest of life working at McDonald's for four years, too, dude. I like work the system, man. I was a senior in high school and a McDonald's manager. Did you ever work at one in a mall or you were just worked at a freestanding one? We were uh, outside of the Stratford Square Mall. We were like in the mall parking lot. Okay. So I wasn't in the mall, but you know, we got all the mall traffic. And then when you, when you took a break, would you go into the mall? No, it was too far. And we only got 30 minutes and you had a fish filet to eat, you know, so. <laughs> it's just... filet fish Okay, fair. I know you worked there, but and I hate to correct you. No, you're right. It is filet fish Kanye West changed that when he was, when he did that song. He's like, what's she order? Fish filet? You're so influenced. 
we would just like hang out in the ball pit if no kids were in there. That's what we do on our break sometimes. Are you serious? We're like 14. There's nothing to do. We had like a play pace. It was out back. So it was in the back of the building. So you'd hang out there and like. I need to relax. Is there a kid's playland <laughs> around here? I'm going to go lay in some germs and I'll be right back to cook food for the masses. Are there any monkey bars we can smoke near? Oh, great. Right out back. We'll do that. Were you guys smoking then? Probably at like 15. Yeah. We were watching a movie the other night and they're smoking in the house and uh, Sarah doesn't smoke, but sure. she just was like longing for that era. She's like, I was, I was born in the wrong decade. She's like, I should have been born when there were ashtrays and ashtrays and wall phones all over the place. What a great era. Ashtrays and wall phones. What a perfect description of the time we grew up in. She absolutely nailed it. (laughs) I I remember like, remember if you got like a longer cord, you were tricked out. Like, dude, I got to, you could like carry the phone around. Dude, that was like the first mobile phone was a a huge long cord. (laughs) Where you can absolutely just, you can go into a different room now. You can talk Mm -hmm. to people from anywhere. Yeah. Like you'd trip over it when mom was on a phone call down in the basement. Or follow it to find her. <laughs> Very true. Just that cord would, and by like three months of having that longer cord, it was just so t- you couldn't untangle it anymore. Right. It was just absolutely done. That's what you would do, right? When you were playing with the the phone, you'd always have the how dirty were those? Oh man. Do you remember your mom being on the phone a lot? I do. She would just talk to her sisters and you know my aunts and stuff and. Yeah. My brother was on the phone. My brother in high school dated a girl who moved to North Dakota, like that first month after she moved. All right, sounds he, like, was she real? <laughs> no, she was like real. No, no, no. She, she, <laughs> she goes to another school. She started here. We knew her. It was like his high school girlfriend. And then like her family moved to North Dakota, like two years into them dating. Or what? So I had no idea. The start a militia. I don't really know what you do in North Dakota. I have no idea. They find out, did they find out they had like native ancestry and they were given <laughs> I don't know. tons of land? But this was in the era that every minute of long distance was insanely expensive. Oh, sure. So like that first month, on, you know, he was allowed to talk to her like 20 minutes twice a week. And, you know, he's a 16 year old boy whose girlfriend just moved out. So he ran up like a $700 phone bill that first month. That was like our mortgage. The the transcripts of the phone call too. Uh, Like, what the hell are they even talking about? I miss you. I miss you. I miss you more. You hang up. No, you hang up. It's costing a dollar twenty nine a minute for that shit. Do you think it's weird that I like love you? Because I think I love you. (laughs) Just the tally going. Ding 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 ding. And like when she was calling, we weren't allowed. Like six thirty, Carrie's calling. There's no text messages, nothing. And this was like right before they had those, um, like the day they broke up, they started all of those like uh, cheaper long distance carriers. Do you remember that where they'd have all those commercials where like, it's simple. All you got to do is dial star 923-846-5525. And he was never a part of that. They Like right after they broke up, it went cheaper. And he was like, come on. And my mom was like, nope, you are like, we're still paying off last year's phone bill. We owed Illinois Bell for like six months. Like We were like indentured servants to Ma Bell for a while. (laughs) Illinois Bell. Remember those days. Do you, um, did they ever see each other again? You think? 
Uh, I think he flew out there once. Yeah. Did he really? They, oh, this was really going. They have a, where do you fly into for North Dakota? Do you have to, that's like the, I think there's a few states I haven't been to. That is one of the states I've never been. Yeah, me either. No, what they do is they just fly over it and parachute you out. And then uh, <laughs> and as you're falling down, you just yell, I'm looking for my girlfriend, Carrie. And someone goes to her house and tells her, are you checking your map right now to see where it is? <laughs> it's near South Dakota, right? Yeah, I think it's just, uh, I think it's just west of it. They must have, she, it must have been like a job up there for them or something, right? Yeah, it had to be one of her parents got a job or something. I don't really know. I would be on the phone a lot in high school, like talking to my girlfriend or buddies just always running my mouth because my sisters were at school. So I, I was on the phone a lot, the call waiting and monopolizing the phone, wanting to get on the phone. But I remember when my mom was on the phone, do you remember like writing notes and being yes. like, circle this, like, can I have this? <laughs> or can I go here? Yes or no. Like, just give me the answer. Yep. I love doing that. And my mom would not want to write anything back. She would just circle an answer. That's the, I mean, you're, but you're teeing that up. Like that's a smart business move. Like you don't have to write yes or no. You just circle here. Or you just sign this. Like I'm making it easy for you, mom. I'm thinking about your time right now. Yeah. I'm, like that's a helpful move. I got my, uh, I got my own phone line at 16. That was my birthday present one year. Oh, that's was, huge. Uh, second phone line. That was great. Passing out my phone number to everybody. 630 Jim Flanagan. You got it. Oh man. Do you remember like, the number? Uh, I don't anymore. I remember, Come on. I remember the last four digits of it. Oh gosh, yeah. I remember all those old phone numbers, which is not smart. You should not, they say Einstein didn't memorize phone numbers, didn't memorize anything he could write down. So you don't need to memorize numbers. I like that guy more and more. I think he might've just been super ADHD and no one talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of desk. a slob though. Yeah, yeah. The guy with his, who never did his hair once in his <laughs> 70 years pretty unkempt that guy's place had to smell amazing but he was a smart dude he was a smart dude josephine asked me the other day how did he figure out that e equals mc2 <laughs> it's like i have no idea it's like on, it's on a commercial they showed him with that equation she's like, certain it's not he right figure that out i'm like i i think he just wrote it and no one really checked the work <laughs> You know, it always says E because I'm square. It's like, show your work, Albert, because that, that means nothing to me. Sure. I don't know what I know what the two means. Do you know off the top of your head what the E equals MC? Is that energy equals energy equals mass and was change? But that'd probably be a delta. I don't know what the C is. Gee, so are we going to sound super stupid? Could it sound like it could it be for bourbon chicken? Could it be chicken? <laughs> C equals the speed of light. But mass times the speed of light squared equals the amount of energy something will create. Oh, I get it now. I was thinking the other. <laughs> Got it. Right, right. Okay, Albie. Well played. I thought the E was for Einstein. <laughs> Einstein equals MC squared. Two MCs, brother. Hell yeah. That dude could rap and do his own beats. <laughs> I'll stick my tongue out for y'all. <laughs> I, uh, I had Einstein hair yesterday. I'm doing some electrical work around the house. That doesn't seem appropriate, does it? Should I be doing electrical work around the house? You're doing it yourself? I am. I, uh, so I, I'm, That's I'm, shocking. I, well, it was yesterday. <laughs> it was yesterday. I'm having my place painted right now. Love it. It looks great. Here's the problem. All these little things that come with it, like all these extra issues, all of my outlets and my outlet covers are like that ivory color, like that gross off-white yellowish color. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
like I can't tell if they were white and starting to yellow or if they were yellow and just like starting to fade. I'm replacing everything. But if you just replace the covers, then the switches are yellow. And that just looks even worse. Like now you can tell that this is mismatched. Oh, the switches themselves are yellow. You can't. Are you replacing switches? Switches and outlets. Yeah. Oh boy. I don't think I've ever replaced a switch. I've oh, it's... Done the outlets easy. Just the plate, like the two screws. And then you go into it and then you like take the wires off of the old one and wrap them around the new one. Oh, you got to You're playing with wires. Yeah. So you turn the power off. I just had one light in the kitchen that for whatever reason is not on the kitchen circuit breakers. And I didn't realize that in my mind when the light was on, I, it didn't like, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. until I'm like taking the wire off and all of a sudden the light goes up. I'm like, I'm just going to turn off the power everywhere. I'm just like, yeah, for sure, dude. And then like, what you using a flashlight. Yeah. Just my, the old iPhone light. And then uh, I have a screwdriver with a light on it. I, I spent 12 bucks at Menards, you know, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a handyman now. You really are, man. You got a electric drill. Just a cordless screwdriver. I have a power drill too, but I'm using an electric screwdriver. I love that you're messing with wires, like diffusing a bomb. Do you pretend that you're doing something like that? You time yourself? (laughs) Like, I got to do this in 30 seconds. (laughs) It's kind of Like a little MacGyver. Hell yeah. I I watched a YouTube tutorial. Chewing gum and just... (laughs) I stand in a in a bucket of water just to just to raise the level a little bit of it just to see what happens. Did you shock yourself at all? I did once yesterday. Yeah, when I was uh, when that light went out, a little bit of shock went through me. It's kind of cool, like when there's a few volts going through you. Yeah. But the fear of how many more it could be was enough to like I'm just turning all of the power off before I do the rest of this. It's kind of cool. A few volts going through you. Okay. Have you ever shocked? Have you ever gotten like oh, in yeah. high school? One of my buddies got one of those shock machines. Did you ever like, you ever know someone with one of those? No. It was just like a little metal piece and like you press your hand on the button and it just like sends a shock through your body. This is like on Dateline when they're like, do you, did you know he was going to murder everyone? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, in high school, he had a shock machine. <laughs> he did. The signs were there. He did also put X-Lex in someone's chocolate milk senior year. Oh, so no. yeah, but now he's like a contributing member of society. That's the weirder part. Of course he You're is. Like, huh? He's an engineer. Weird, dude. Most people suck, right? He's like got a family, but he's a great guy now. That's the thing. Like, I want to reach out and be like, "Do you remember when you put Xlex in people's chocolate milk?" He's like, "Yeah, well, got to go to my son's twelfth birthday party. Talk to you soon." <laughs> when you guys, when you were growing up, did you guys have like gross colored appliances? Appliances? No, I think ours were just like white and black and just we had like that light green that avocado colored stove yeah. that was popular for no reason at that like point in 70 time. late 70s yeah, oh, yeah for sure i mean yeah i think we probably had like uh a couple of things that were remember our teapot was a uh like a yellow but we had like wallpaper and we had like old school stuff for sure you guys still have wallpaper right you guys just did a little wallpapering project oh we did yeah that's true we have um on our back wall and we had wallpaper and where I used to, Yeah. when I met Sarah, just did some wallpaper there. But are you thinking about putting some wallpaper up? No, I'm probably going to do shiplap next. Shiplap? <laughs> I'm not going to do shiplap, but everyone talks about shiplap. What is that basically just nailing a bunch of boards to your wall? That's what I think shiplap is. You should do like a, um, a stencil or like a, you know, you could paint your initials in there. Or come up with a Jim Flanagan logo. That's not when, a bad idea, when really. When people come over. 
maybe I hire maybe. like a graffiti artist uh, to put like a big Jim Flanagan and bubble letters behind me. You know how we have like the the words on the wall here? Uh-huh. <laughs> Breathe and Breathe. eat. And I just have like Jim. <laughs> you put smash in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you bring, that'd be great. Like, and, here's, and here's the master suite. It's just a smash. <laughs> it says smash. Oh my god! It says eat, sleep, <laughs> and then smash. smash. <laughs> uh, I think I found my next project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do um, like a family crest or like a border. I had wallpaper in my room. I I wanted <laughs> I wanted to pick my own wallpaper. My parents <laughs> were like no. I wanted like. <laughs> the whole thing to be like sports, like, you know, logos or, and I, yeah. I, I, had, a, I had to settle for like stripes all the way around. It was like a striped and then okay. it was a border. You know what I mean by a border? Yep. That just like, like a- went around and the, and it was like a, you know, like a glove and a bat and a football and it was sports, but it was generic and yeah. And then I would lay in bed and like pick at the border and I just, <laughs> just, yep peel it <laughs> that was my wall deny it i didn't do that no <laughs> were you pulling that were you picking at this no oh. what are you talking about <laughs> i'd never do that arms arms reach from where i lay every night <laughs> come Me? on no what are my and these boogers are not mine no well, that, not my boogers <laughs> that are hiding behind there no way so one of my sisters is putting boogers behind my border <laughs> unbelievable i totally understand that feeling that was me as a kid. Now what I'm going to do now that I've got the walls all painted nicely, I'm going to just put fat heads everywhere. I think that's the oh, move. Dude, I think I'm going, awesome. I'm going to put fat heads all over the walls. Wouldn't that be <laughs> great if I told the painter that when he was done? I'm like, no, this is a great base layer. So like, what do you mean? Well, I'm just going to get a bunch of fat heads put all over the walls. <laughs> if you could have them hang them. <laughs> now that you're done, can you help me with these? Put these fat heads. My oh, room growing up, uh, we moved when I was like seven. Okay. The first house I had, I had like Looney Tunes wallpaper, I believe. Bugs Bunny and the crew. If you had to put a fat head up, who would you put up? Just one? Yeah. I might go hot dog. I would go Frank Thomas. I think I would. Really? He was just like that player from my childhood. Like I wouldn't want it to be like a current athlete, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that that's a 22-year-old male right there on my wall. <laughs> like I don't want <laughs> Yep. Perfect specimen of humanity right there up on the wall, right next to the smash sign. <laughs> So you could be smashing instead of this. I want Big Frank up on that wall. I thought you put like a wrestler up there or something. <laughs> I might do a Chris Jericho. You don't know me. I could go any direction. Yeah, the um, fat head thing was, we missed that era. Those are pretty badass. I wish I had those growing up. I got to get one of those for my kids. I think that's kind of cool for the kids wall. Yeah. I got to figure out which one to get though. Do two of them share a room? Yeah, the boys share a room. Yeah, I don't know if I get a player or get like a logo maybe. Maybe mm. I'll do like just the... The White Sox logo or when I was a teenager I had a buddy's dad who made these like uh he would like carve the logos for the teams out of wood and like sell them to people. You know, he was like that guy in the neighborhood, like yeah. like sixty bucks, you can get like your own wood carved, you know, like White Sox logo or, or whatever. I don't know if there's other teams apparently, but like you you know, <laughs> I was like, This dude is gonna be like a millionaire. Like this is the greatest <laughs> idea in the world. And my dad was like, Man, probably takes him like 22 hours to make one of those and he sells them for he probably just doesn't want to be inside with his family like this is not a profitable it's like whatever you'll pay for it just let me be in the garage as much as i can do you still have it no you can't we weren't affording that type of 
I would just watch them and be like, man, I'm going to have him make me the Notre Dame guy one day. All of our money was going towards my brother talking to Carrie. <laughs> Dude, it's on the phone too much. In, in, in top to coats. <laughs> exactly. Top to coats. Oh, man. How about a fat head of just like a, a tunnel? Like just a... Just a wily Coyote? Just a wily, just a... Just an Acme tunnel? Looks like someone ran through the wall. <laughs> yeah, I got to concentrate on uh, things like that. Just uh, you've done so much stuff with your uh, with your place. It's coming I'm together. I'm sick man. of this this setup that I have on the uh, for the virtual shows. I hear you. That's the nice thing. It's just like I don't. I'm not sick of yours, but I like the idea of changing it up. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you. I didn't bring it up when we talked yesterday, but before the Packer game, I don't know if you watch any of the football this weekend. I watched some of the games, but before the Packer game, did you recognize anyone on the the pregame? They did like a little sketch. Yeah. Our boy, Tom Clark yeah, was part him. of that Packers sketch. I love that dude. I, I'm a, I, I like Tom Clark a lot. Um, that Packers sketch was solid too. Yeah, it was great. Oh, Tom Clark's awesome. It was like made my day to see him there. I was thinking watching the, uh, the games. I don't know if we talked about this. Um, maybe we did in season one. Here we are in season two, <laughs> the last sporting event that you went to, because some people are going to the, um, these games. I had a buddy that went to um, a Buffalo Bills game last week, the wild card weekend. Yeah. Rory was um, there, right? Oh yeah. Rory works there. And then my buddy Pat Lennon was there too. Oh, nice. I had some friends there this weekend. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah they are. Uh, they're looking good. Real good. Especially when every quarterback they're about to face gets concussed. Yeah. It's a good, I love that word concussed. Concussed. It's a solid word for a terrible injury. <laughs> Do you, can, can you remember the last game you went to? I feel like the last game I was at was at a, uh, a Sox game in late 2019. Really? Being at the stadium. I think it was with you, Kev, our buddy Gareth. I think it was uh, that crew. Yeah. You didn't go I to didn't... any, like a Bears game, Bulls? No Bears. No go to the Bulls game that we went to. We went to that Laker game. Oh, man. I was in Vegas, and we were doing, like, like our crew. Like, our buddies were meeting up, and I was in Vegas. And you guys were like, don't worry. You can come to the next one. And then the world shut down. There is, yeah. There hasn't been a next one yet. That Laker game was wild, man. The um, my mom's like best friend who lives in California. You talk about being on your mom being on the phone. This is who she was always talking to, and her son, who we just know each other from like pictures, and we've met a few times. He was at the game, really, in town for sales. <laughs> Sat right in front of us. Unreal. That was a fun night. So last time I was at was at DePaul Marquette game. You know, I know Steve Wojciechowski, the head coach at Marquette. We have a you know my best buddy and grew up with Steve. And anyway, we were on a group text and we're rallying around Dave because Dave had a battle on his hands this year, which he's doing great, by the way. Very happy for my buddy. Absolutely. But we're going back and forth. And then I have video. Steve got a tech that night and I took a video of him getting a technical (laughs) foul. Like I saw it coming. Like he started arguing. I'm like, oh, he's gonna get teed up. Real time. Recorded it. And I put it on the group text. Like, like Steve, I'll never forget when I came out to see you last year and you know, brought my kids and then this is how you <laughs> behaved. <laughs> and I show him getting the tech. Look, that's dad's friend. No response. <laughs> no response. <laughs> I killed the group text. Oh no. Is that still the last text? <laughs> it still is the last text. <laughs> how long before you're like, just kidding. <laughs> I did talk to him one other time, one on one, but no, it's just too funny. He's a great dude. He's so, so busy. He probably doesn't give a shit, but. That's hilarious though. He probably just saw it, laughed and moved on. Like which is what I would do. But if I'm the person who sends that text and it's the last text in the group chat, it's like, I either want it cleared away as quickly as possible, or I want to leave it there forever at this point. Like I never want another text on that group chat again. 
Oh, I know. I was like, and when I didn't hear back, I was, you know, you think about it. <laughs> it's on your mind. For sure. <laughs> That's great. I did watch the football games this weekend. They were great. Um, I also watched a documentary and a half so far. I, uh, I watched one and I started another one. Um, Which one did a movie you watch? Guy. I watched a documentary on a, on a internet troll turned rapper named Takashi69. Takashi69? That is his name. And here's the part that bothers me the most. He spells 69 six i x nine i n e oh i think i've seen this written down before takashi six it sounds like his handle in uh fortnite that's it i mean everyone's everyone's like rap name now or whatever you know just sounds like their email address or their or their gaming handle but he's takashi six nine and he was like an internet troll who rose to like massive fame just by being as crazy as possible and then like got associated with the bloods the street gang and then like started doing music with Kanye West and Nicki Minaj, like he, like blowing up yeah. and then got arrested on weapons charges and then just ratted everybody out. He rolled over. Like as someone who just is an internet troll would be akin to do, you know what I mean? Like this shouldn't surprise anybody, but it's a crazy story. I love reading those articles is always like, Takashi69, whose real name is Ethan Smith. <laughs> it's Danny Hernandez whose real name, Danny Hernandez, started weeping in the cell (laughs) and singing, started singing a lot of names. This is a guy who isn't built for prison. He has 69 tattooed on his face. Oh boy. (laughs) Do you understand? That's not going to go well in the pen. The six with the I-X-T-Y? No, (laughs) sorry, just the number this time. Great question. Just the number. Fair question, but huge, like all over one cheek, which is going to be amazing for the witness relocation program. I feel like, I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know. I don't understand not only the tattoo on the face, but you'd have to be um, pretty committed for any tattoo, right? I think so. I've thought about, like, I won't do it, but I've, I've, I've always wondered like what kind of tattoo I would get you know, if I were to get one, but I'm not, yeah, I'm just not a tattoo guy. What would you get? I would make some of my freckles into a constellation, I think is what I would do. I'd be like, oh, look, there's Orion's belt. I'd just have them like put some of them together. There's the little dipper on my cheek. Just to put a oh, few of them boy. together. <laughs> that I think would that'd be, be fun. so terrible. It sure would. <laughs> have you ever considered it? A tattoo? Yeah. No. Never been to Cancun for spring break? No. Oh, okay never thought of the uh my grandfather my dad's dad had tattoos when he was in the navy he got like a i think he had like a girl on his arm like yeah. almost like a bikini girl yeah. <laughs> and then he had uh something else i forget what he had but he's it was he got him in the war and it was like his biggest regret and then i just remember my dad always like he hammered that in on me you'll always regret it no matter what you get wow i don't know i never felt compelled to i get it though yeah Some people have cool tattoos my grandfather also had like old wartime tattoos. They're all like faded. He had the one of like a knife. And I was like, what's that uh, one? And he's like, nothing, you know, <laughs> like, like, you're seven. Like, like where'd it, you get that done? A uh, <laughs> couple bunks down. Some guy used a coat hanger. And I mean, they were not, what were they using? No, like actual pen ink. It felt like, like somehow yeah. drilling that into you. Yeah. They probably weren't all that well done. No, but I mean, there weren't the tattoo artists of today to compare them to. You know what I mean? Sure. Like his against someone's now that's got like these vivid colors and someone sat for 23 hours in a chair. Like you'd you'd be like, oh, grandpa, you're suck, you know? (laughs) But against his leathered skin at 70 years old anyway, you're like, oh, that's fine. The other people are like on a shaky boat. (laughs) 
bombs going off nearby. <laughs> You're trying to do the Sorry. Trying to keep it straight while people are shooting at you. Can you stay in the lines? Sorry, my rifle's in the way. <laughs> hey, uh, we're flying right through this episode. I do want to make sure we get to some inauguration trivia. You want to jump into that? Yeah, for sure. Let's go. I love this. I, uh, I'm wondering how many of these you know. I'll probably have to give you a few, uh, few hot dogs. Uh, I got my coffee here. Coffee episode. Do we even say that? Yeah, let's do it, man. Bright and early. Hit me with some trivia during the coffee episode. Happy MLK Day, buddy. Happy MLK Day to you, sir. Are the kids off today? They are off today. My sister sent me a cool fact yesterday. Martin Luther King Jr. I think maybe you actually told me something like this. Martin Luther King Jr. and Anne Frank were born in the same year. Yeah. If they were both still alive, as they should be, they would be 92 this year. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And they just say, you know, civil rights, Holocaust, that was not all that long ago. Perspective, right? 92. There was a third person, Barbara Walters. Oh, Barbara Walters. So think about that. Like what you're saying, I mean, the context of MLK and Anne Frank, I mean, you know, again, if they were both still with us today, which certainly they should have been, you know, just think about that career longevity that she's had and how much we could have learned from those people. It's absolutely incredible. They would have explained E equals MC squared. They sure would have. Dude, Jim Tillman just died. He was, um, he didn't hit 90, but he was 86. Wow. People who don't know him, he was a uh, weatherman and aviation expert. We were growing up here in Chicago. Jim Tillman, rest in peace. Oh, man, I didn't know that. That's a bummer. All right, shall we get into some inaugural trivia? Yep, yep. Let's do this. Have you ever, like, will you watch the speeches after the fact? I know you said you don't go through and watch the whole thing. You catch the highlights. Will you see the speeches? I'm sure I'll check it out, yeah. I want to ask you before we dive in, have you ever been inaugurated? I have never been inaugurated. I appreciate you asking. I have been inebriated. Does that count (laughs) for anything? Oh, I've been to some of your inebriations. <laughs> you sure have. You've been to some of them. <laughs> I spoke at at least one of your inebriations, didn't I? Several of them. You've you've eulogized a couple of them. Um, people that get inaugurated, don't they? For how so? I mean, would I say that Sarah was inaugurated as a, uh, or she would be installed as a as a lawyer, right? When you take an oath, or I'm just saying, like you you take an oath. Um, like, are there other types? Like, are police officers inaugurated when they're, is that called an inauguration when they take the oath? No. What is an inauguration? The act of inauguration is a ceremonial induction into office. Okay. So, so like, Sarah may have been inaugurated. She may have. Our buddy Matt O'Shea was probably inaugurated, right? He's Definitely. an alderman. Yeah. Um, but there's got to be other put types. His hand upon the, what would you put your hand upon? Would you put it upon the Bible or would you put it on? Uh, Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> People magazine. <laughs> uh, Place um, your hand upon the good book. <laughs> but they do say like the, when something is the first of something, they call it like the inaugural, right? right. Like the inaugural WrestleMania, you know, no one's being sworn into office. People are just getting choke slammed. but they'll call which it. Is, like, which is more correct than first annual, right? Because first annual they say is not. Um, correct. Nothing can be a first annual. Yeah, you don't really know that yet. It's, so con- it's conjecture. It would, be, it would be the inaugural. Um, another definition for inauguration, according to our friends at vocabulary.com, uh, is a ceremony that formally marks the start of something. So there certainly have to be other ways. Like, um, the weren't you a Boy Scout? I was. 
Were you inaugurated? I was a Cub Scout. <laughs> a Cub Scout. I never really made it to the to the boy portion of it. Um, uh, it could be, yeah. I, I guess I was probably inaugurated as a as a scout from a Weeblo. Don't underestimate yourself. You're right. I've been inaugurated. All right. I just like to use that word more. Inauguration. Should be our new segment. Who are you inaugurating? This one's going to be a, uh, a doozy. They got a bunch of troops down there. They say they got more troops in America than anywhere in the world right now. That's crazy. Oh, man. I hope it's... I hope We're it number one. Safely, smoothly. I do too, man. I do too. It's, uh, it's time for a peaceful transition. All right. Who gave the shortest ever inauguration speech? This is one of our founding fathers. This is real early on, and it's their second. I will tell you this. It's this person's second term gave a 135-word inaugural address. George Washington. Absolutely. Well, you kind of spoon-fed it to me. <laughs> okay, good. And it was this the guy, second was one of our founding, It was term. very early, the first one, and it was his <laughs> second speech. <laughs> Uh, it is 135 words. Fellow citizens, I am again called upon by the voice of my country to execute the functions of its chief magistrate. When the occasion proper for it shall arrive, I shall endeavor to express the high sense I entertain of this distinguished honor and the confidence which has been reposed in me by the people of United America. When I'm up to it, I'll tell you how excited I am for this honor, is basically what he said. <laughs> this dude, ugh, still me, would have been he a could better have been, He could have been a king. He, really he, could was a, he could have kept going, probably for a third term. All right, GW, love it, man. And by the way, where else can you hear Washington's second inaugural? What other <laughs> podcast is bringing that heat? None that I would listen to. You guys listening sure. to Pat and Jim? What'd they talk about <laughs> this week? Dude, Flanagan was quoting Washington's second inaugural. They broke down the word inauguration. It was sweet. Talked about filet fish <laughs> I even found out what the C in EMC squared stands for. <laughs> Dropping the knowledge. Who gave the longest inaugural address? This is, I'm probably going to have to hot dog this one for you. I think you. this is the jag off that died. He gave those. He gave a real long address, got pneumonia and died like 40 days later. <laughs> he did, 31 days later. I'll hot dog it. Um, Billy Hank Ford. Absolutely. I had uh, previously written out H. Macy O. Ford, the way I had done it. But yes, Billy Hank Ford and William Henry Harrison. Uh, yeah. 8,000 words or more. I'll read it real quick. <laughs> Died after 31 days in office, 27 days after he finished delivering the inaugural speech. Yeah, they say he got pneumonia out there. Wouldn't, oh, wear, really? wouldn't wear a coat or something. <laughs> it was like the coldest inauguration day, raining. And he gave this long ass speech and then died. Mike Toomey has reprised the character of William Henry Harrison on WGN Morning News many times, oh, I believe. Great. It's one of his one of his characters. That is awesome. Not many people do a William Henry Harrison impression. No, I wouldn't know if it's good or not. All you <laughs> have to do is just say many words. All right. In 2014, researchers concluded that he did not contract pneumonia from the stunt, but instead he was done in by enteric fever. They also say that the next two presidents, Polk and Taylor, also had gastroenteric problems likely a consequence of the unsanitary conditions that existed in the nation's capital during most of the 19th century. Oh, so yeah, we were get you. killing mofos. We were killing presidents by uh, putting them in some bad conditions. Yeah. Now we just do that in Flint. Yeah, this was, this was the Flint of the U S back then. Dude. What's um, 
what's crazy is that they research that where they dig them up. And then I love these scientists, like certain stories. Can't we just, it's a Leave much it better. He gave the long speech and then he died. And then the researchers, Oh, actually guys, actually, I know that's a fun, you like saying that repeat that story, but he really, this is what happened. Shut up. You epitaph. However, he died. Yeah. And I wouldn't have told it if there wasn't that, uh, you know, there wasn't that caveat behind it. You know what I no, mean? No, I'm glad like, you did because everything should be fact checked here. You know what we do, Jim? Tell them what we, we do. Here on. <laughs> Straight up. You're damn right. Who was the only U.S. president to be sworn in by a woman? Oh, boy. The only president sworn in by a woman. Another three initialer. I thought that they said that uh, this was going to be the first one with um, who's doing it this weekend? Sotomayor? So a, a woman did do it before. Sandra Day O'Connor inaugurated Reagan second. No, no. This is a, a three initial guy. Um, FDR. He, he was sworn in by U.S. District Judge Sarah T. Hughes. I don't know if that means anything to you. After Yeah, I know Sarah Hughes. She went to Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I did have a friend, Sarah Hughes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me if you knew this Sarah Hughes Outside went to Dayton somehow. Uh, and November 22nd, 1963. This one's tough to uh, hot dog because I don't know anyone else with this first name. Wait, November 22nd, 1963? Yeah. This is who inaugurated uh, LBJ on the plane? You got it. Wait, what's the question? I missed the first question. I'm sorry. Who was the only president to be sworn in by a woman? Oh, so wait, it was Sarah Hughes Swore and LBJ. LBJ I was the see. president. Got you. I thought you were rolling with, when I said FDR, I thought you were rolling with it. I thought I had gotten that right. Oh, my bad. Nope. It was not FDR. It was, uh, it was Lyndon B. Johnson. On the plane there. That's a, that's a picture. You ever see that picture? LBJ with the hand up. Jackie Kennedy is there with the bloodstained dress. Awful. Really? Yeah. Pull that pick up. I'm pulling up a pic of him uh, on the plane taking oath, but I didn't realize that Jackie's there in a bloodstained dress. I wonder if that's her yeah. stand. She's kind of covered in this pic. If that's, uh, it looks like it's probably Jackie O. Wow, that's incredible. I think he said, like, would you mind? What are you wearing? This is my inauguration. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't say that. <laughs> Clean up. Um, one president had both the warmest and coldest weather for their inaugurations. You've already mentioned him. Oh, is it FDR? It is not. It is uh, Ronnie Reagan. Wow. Okay. That boy. In 1981, it was 55 degrees, and in 1985, it was 7 with a wind chill of minus 20. Oof. The swearing-in was held indoors in the Capitol Rotunda, which is right next to the food court, and the <laughs> parade was canceled. I did see that recently. Someone just posted uh, him being inaugurated indoors on the second one. What a great opener that gives you, though, huh? I didn't know it was because it was too cold. Yeah, it was minus 20. I guess what? FDR, because he was inaugurated about 12 times. <laughs> yeah, right. He was president forever. <laughs> Thank God he was kind of a nice guy, president for that long. Absolutely. Do you know which president uh, gaffed the oath so badly they had to do a do-over the next day? George W. Bush. I don't remember this. It was the president after G-Dub. Obama? Yeah. Roberts mixed up part of the oath. Obama waited for him to correct himself, but when Obama's words were laid end to end, they didn't comprise the oath as written, so they had to redo it the next day. Thanks, Obama. Oh, that would have been a conspiracy, right? Absolutely. They're like, we better do this again. <laughs> this Kenyan didn't cameras. even read the oath all the way. <laughs> this Kenyan didn't even read the oath. <laughs> do you see that? 
This guy can't even, he's not from here. He didn't read the right words. That's like Elvis's uh, name being spelled wrong on his grave. Remember that? <laughs> it's not really him. That had something to do with him being alive. <laughs> I love conspiracy theories. I really Elvis have. is still alive. What are you talking about? You see his middle names, not even spelled right on his headstone? <laughs> oh, maybe he is alive. <laughs> I uh, was talking to someone, I don't want to give a name, but I was talking to someone who might believe in a couple of conspiracy theories recently. And I mentioned to him, I'm like, you believe in some conspiracy theories. And he goes, I do not. Um, if you're referring to the fact that I think 9-11 was an inside job, yes, that's correct. But I don't believe conspiracy theories. <laughs> I go, oh, okay, great. Well, anyway. I saw um, a frontline, um, somebody, I don't know if it aired recently, but it was like the United States of conspiracy and kind of like Alex Jones. And he started with that one. That was like his big one, the 9-11 these people are disgusting yeah he's just moved into fucking gross realms since that it's awful absolutely he's a piece of garbage um what phrase has been said during the oath of office virtually of every u.s president yet isn't actually in the oath till death do us part correct <laughs> no the u.s version of till death to us part so help me god so help me god yeah that's you should probably say that with different inflection this year. So, so help, help me, me God. God. So help me, God. Please, God, Clarence, anyone? Some of these are just like too hard to get as trivia questions, but I think they're interesting. Um, like one president was sworn in by his father. John Adams, John Quincy Adams? No, great call though. Uh, this was a colonel. Uh, his father was a colonel who swore him in. After another presidential death, uh, he was a notary public. He swore his son in, uh, and his son's hot dog Jefferson would be Hobbs Hot Middle. Calvin Coolidge. You got it. <laughs> I went cool edge. I didn't really know what to do with edge. So Hobbs Hot Middle, Calvin Coolidge. As if there was another Calvin present. Calvin Evans. Yeah. His, um, so after Harding died, um, his father, who was a colonel and a notary public, was able to swear his son in. A notary public. And then a couple of weeks later, he was sworn in a second time by a federal judge because people were unsure whether a notary public was authorized to give the oath. But again, the Constitution has nothing to say about who can and can't swear the president in. Really? How do you so, feel yeah, about that? You just got to be a citizen or American citizen? Just should have to be a, there, there's no requirements? Could be anyone? Just says no, nothing to say about who can and can't swear. Like the My Pillow guy could have been swearing Trump in if this went differently. <laughs> could you imagine that shit? By the way, I got an email from my pillow. They want to sponsor our uh, our podcast. They're looking <laughs> they? to get their, they're looking to rehabilitate their name. Oh, great! Well, we'll help them out. And they want to be associated with fact <laughs> fact giving podcasts. Hey, you guys present the straight dope. Wait, I thought it had to be a Supreme Court justice. No? Nope, no. Nope. Most people do choose a Supreme Court justice, but not everyone does, and that's just kind of the standard. But um, nothing in the Constitution says who can or can't swear the president in. Wow. That'd be great if there is like Joe Biden picks like Pat Sajak to do it. <laughs> it would be awesome. I was going to have a Supreme Court justice, but they've been politicized. So I'm bringing in arbiter of truth. Pat Sajak. Yeah. With Vanna and toe. This one's kind of creepy. We'll wrap up after this. What president was sworn in while carrying a lock of hair from a predecessor? What seems... president was sworn in by a lock of hair? Doesn't that seem he was wearing a ring? It's like serial killer-ish. He was wearing a ring that had a lock of President Abraham Lincoln's hair in the ring. And he when he was sworn in? Yeah. Oh boy. This is uh 
Did he, was he involved in Lincoln's death? I don't believe he was involved in Lincoln's death, but his- Where uh, was the hair from? From Lincoln's head or from his beard? I'm hoping it was his, his head. I'm hoping it was nothing weirder than that. Like this I would have liked some beard hair if I was going to have any of Lincoln's hair. <laughs> I have a ring with a lock of Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> armpit hair. <laughs> Made specially for me. With some of Abe Lincoln's hair. From his head? Uh, it's actually from his the back of his <laughs> upper thigh. Near the butt. But it's from not his... ass hair, so stop saying that. <laughs> it's not ass hair. Um... Ruxpin Franklin. I mean, the, the, really? the last name. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, huh? Yeah. He's a hunter. So that's, that has some, you want to draw a line to that at all. That's creepy. Did he hunt Lincoln? That is absolutely creepy. I didn't realize he was a hunter on top This of guy that. was inaugurated with a taxidermied <laughs> corpse of a previous president in a duffel bag at his feet. It was, it was the corpse of Franklin Pierce, who he had in a duffel bag all right one more then we'll get out of here what president was inaugurated while drinking a vial of george washington's blood (laughs) as abraham lincoln vampire hunter is what that would be i mean i thought things were just starting to get weird around here but they've always been very weird isn't that kind of good news that like we've we've had weird shit throughout our history yeah it's just everything we've been told is a lie have you been watching the Tiger Woods documentary? Oh man, I, yeah, you you watched it all. I did. Yeah, okay. it was good. I'm about 25 minutes into it. I'm loving it. I did not know any of this about. Yeah, his we can talk father. about it on next on the next episode. We could tease. We'll talk about that. You I also wanted you to check out the uh, if you have time the Muhammad Ali documentary. Okay. All right, Muhammad and Tiger, and uh, What's we'll my come name? back and we'll talk about those next week. A lot to go over. We're gonna have a new uh, president. And we're going to have, hopefully, that's it. I hope it's it's uneventful. I hope we have the, I hope I have the time to watch these documentaries instead of being on C-SPAN for the next week. I really do. Yeah, for sure. So Brimley's, if you want to join us, uh, check out that Tiger Woods documentary on HBO. Uh, Check out the uh, Muhammad Ali documentary. Is that also on HBO? Um, Yes, I believe so send us your recommendations as always uh leave us some reviews uh we're happy to be back with you for season two we're going to try a couple of different things i had a couple of news stories i wanted to go over that i feel like we don't have time for today at some point i, I kind of want to come back to this army hammer story because i feel like the guy's name is Arm- armand hammer his name is armin hammer which yeah, is i never knew that was the guy's name i was like i saw his name trending and i'm like who is that guy and then i i recognized him what was the story his name story is different. His name story, his father, his grandfather is named Armand Hammer and made the company Armand Hammer. He invented the baking soda? I don't know if he invented it or bought it and changed the name to that, but he literally, his grandfather named Armand Hammer, named the product after himself, and then they named Army after him. Get the out company. of here. That's a real person? That's a real, that's two people. There are two Armand Hammers in the family. And, and this one, uh, you want to talk about probably didn't have a very normal childhood has been, uh, has been caught. Um, some text messages came out where he talks about the fact that he has a cannibalism fetish. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is weird, weird shit. Like another ex-girlfriend came out afterwards and was like, you know, one time he, we were sexting and he did say he wanted to like cut out one of my ribs and eat it. But I didn't really think anything of it. I just thought it was kind of weird and it, nothing ever. But like, like, how do you drop that? I didn't think anything of it because I kind of want to do want to 
lose one of my ribs? Like, have you seen? Like, to be a little thinner? Because <laughs> people pay for that surgery. Really? Like, Marilyn Manson did it to himself one time, I heard. That is not normal at all. No. If I was dating someone who was like, I want to eat your ribs, I would be like, we are not going to Chili's together. Like, you get your own meal. We are not splitting meals, young lady. That text thread is taking a turn. I mean. Like, and- oh, yeah? And then what do you want to do to me? <laughs> like, well, you won't know. <laughs> You're going to be You'll- dead and I'm going to be eating your bones. It's insane. What? <laughs> it's crazy. I do have a, how do you know if you, that you have a cannibalism fetish? How do you even find that out? A couple of barbecues, I would imagine. I don't know. Uh, you you got to look into this guy's past at this point, right? You got to ask some questions about, yeah, I don't know. Like Maybe that's we'll, been categorized as a, is that really a fetish? I don't know, Pat. I wish I had more info on it. I'd like to look into this further. Let's jump back on this next week too. What do you say? Isn't he a twin? Does he have a twin also? No, he's the guy that played the the Winklevoss twins, right? And he, he did a have a twin. He ate him. <laughs> he ate his brother. That's what happened to him. It'll happen. All right, bud. Uh, everyone have a great week. Enjoy the inauguration. We will see you guys on the other side. Patrick, you got anything coming up? You know what? My special it was just picked up by Peacock. So it's going to be on Peacock. What? Janu- January 28th. Congratulations. So that out there. I can't wait to check it out again. Everyone check it out. Um, on the 23rd, I will be doing a live stream with uh, our friends at Zanies. It'll be kind of interesting. I think it's going to be like the worst of both worlds. It's going to be in a comedy club, but doing a show via Zoom for no audience. So you can't see the reactions. Nice, dude. That's, <laughs> when is that? The 23rd? The 23rd. This coming Saturday. So uh, go to zanies.com for ticket info. I'll be doing a live stream with uh, Calvin yeah. Evans, uh, Joey Via Gomez, Erica Nicole Clark, Dario Durham's on there as well. Great lineup. Um, That's awesome. Lineup. Yeah, really, really solid comics. So it'll be a lot of fun. So check that out. Yeah, we'll be doing it from Rosemont without an audience, but it'll uh, it'll be a fun evening. So hey, cheers to Bert Haas who just retired. Yeah, after an incredible career from Zanies. I I honestly am like pretending it didn't happen because like a lot of things in the the world right now. Yeah, (laughs) but it just feels strange because we didn't really get to send Bert off. But we're gonna do that when things get cheers to Bert Hoffer. I don't even know if he listens to the podcast, but I know a lot of people that know Bert listen to this, and if you uh, have a minute, haven't already, reach out to him. Congratulate him on a great career. You got it. You got it. did so much for comedy in Chicago. He really did. He really did. It'll be interesting, but uh, it'll be fun to be back. So. Yeah, have a good time, man. Thanks, bud. Enjoy that. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. We're going to have a great episode next week. Hope everyone has a good week. If you get a chance to review, tell everybody check it out. Jimmy, have a good week, bud. See you next time. Bye.